Securities offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Sandvold Financial Group is in Minnetonka, 952-544-2837. Sandvold Financial Group is a leader in the financial services industry with clients across the country. Retirement strategies, estate conservation, employee benefits. Sandvold Financial Group can show you how to make the most out of your retirement savings. Visit our website for more information online at helpmeterry.com. This is Money Talks, featuring Terry Sandvold. Phone lines are open. Call Terry now at 952-544-2837. 952-544-2837. Hello, and welcome to Money Talks with Terry Sandvold and Blake Sandvold. And Terry, we've got a topic that everybody needs to pay attention to today. Oh, absolutely. And this is the time of the year when people, if they haven't looked at this, they, they don't have much time left to think about it. But... Uh, they still can make a difference for 2023. We're going to talk about Roth IRAs versus traditional IRAs today. And as we approach the tax day, of course, your 2023 deadline for contributing to IRAs is also approaching. So you'll have until April 15th, 2024 to contribute to either a Roth or traditional IRA and still count it as a 2023 contribution. So, uh, uh, one of the things is the contribution limits for both types. Uh, let's see, are have they increased for 2024? Uh, Blake, I'm trying to look at my notes here. They did. They each got another yep. $500 for this year. $500, so. yeah. Yep. That's right. So anyway, when you're thinking about your overall investing, um, is a Roth IRA an option for you? Is a traditional IRA an option for you? Or we'll cover in, during the show, is a Roth conversion or conversion of a traditional to Roth makes sense for you for long-term planning. So uh, as as we know, many different things, there's different tax strategies on both. And it's very important to look at this as you go forward. In the past, years ago, there was not a Roth option. So there was originally just the traditional IRA option. But as time goes on, people are starting to look at, do you want the tax break at the beginning? Or do you want the tax break at the end when you're taking the distributions. So the timeline can be very, very important in the decision making. Yeah, it, it, it's a huge question for a lot of people. And, you know, I, again, the, the, the biggest part is to, to start looking at it, start analyzing it now. And, uh, you know, it's, it's important not to just say, well, I, I'm going to keep contributing to this side because it's what I've always done. And, you know, we, we see so many times where um, you know, as we're talking to someone about their financial experiences, right? What, what's driven some of their past decisions? It's just been, well, you know, my, my coworker said I should do it. I just kind of started doing it. You know, maybe it's what mom and dad did. And I just, uh, it's what I've always done. And, you know, it, it's, it's really important to, to take that on and, and look at that. You know, and not just from the the lens of today. You know, what what's gonna gonna help you this year? What's gonna give this year's current tax break? But what's really gonna you know help and achieve your goals over the next five, ten, fifteen, twenty years? And this is a really key part of that for a lot of people. You know, for 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 many out there, four hundred one k is one of the largest retirement uh, savings instruments. IRAs are you know can can be a large part of that. And, you know, there's uh, some similarities as we're going to talk about pre-tax and Roth type dollars, but uh, it, it's a perfect time to look and analyze, you know, as, as limits have changed, maybe you're uh, updating some of your 401k or Roth IRA or IRA elections uh, and, and being thoughtful about which bucket you're going to contribute towards this year. And how hard is it um, to 
to sit down with somebody and help them sort through this you guys is it is it a painful intricate process or or um is is it full of questions and you know motivating ideas <laughs> it's it's very 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 difficult so it's as simple <laughs> as coming in sitting down with us having a brief conversation maybe bringing a statement or two <laughs> oh, okay okay uh, so we, we we try to make it simple i, I mean that's, right. that's what we're here to do the homework and uh you know it, a lot of it is questions that are trying to be thought-provoking around what are your goals and uh you know that that's that's probably some of the toughest questions for people you know what what do you how, how do you want life to actually unfold over time and you know from there we, we just do a little bit of document gathering uh balance sheet type information where your assets are at income expense type uh discussions uh and there it's really you know conversation to build out that roadmap and you know that that's something our firm terry has done for uh 37 38 years and it's it's building out uh th those retirement goal projections um so uh, a very easy process to get going on things okay because that's that's i think a lot of people fear the arduous potential of something like this yeah, the good news is they, they just have to bring us their basic information. And then we'll ask some key questions, of course, if they're, if they're planning for retirement, uh, how many years out will, will be one factor on determining if they should do a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. Also income, to, their, their net income is important too, looking at that. Uh, there are phase out limits on contributions, but there are no phase outs on, on conversions. So people get a little bit confused with that. So you can take a traditional IRA and convert it to a Roth IRA, um, no matter what income level you're at. We just have to look at, does it make financial sense and tax sense that particular year to do it in that calendar year? Or if you're towards the end of the year, for example, and I know we're at the beginning of the year, but if we were at the end of the year and you were considering doing a conversion, you convert some at the end of the year and convert some in January on two different tax uh, returns. So that way we can look at uh, keeping you in the same tax bracket in some cases versus stepping up in others. So uh, we go through those other questions that you might not think about before deciding which way is the right way for you and your family. And the other side to think about too is in general terms, in a, in a Roth IRA, uh, you pay with after-tax money, it grows tax-deferred, but then down the road when the the money has accumulated with interest and you're taking a qualified distribution, it's income tax-free. And then if you pass, it can pass to your heirs income tax-free. So we may want to look at uh, your legacy on the planning process as well. Are you going to use all those dollars? Are you going to use some of those dollars? Are you going to try to grow them to the fullest extent? And at what timeline will you spend will help us determine which direction may be best for you. Should you get the deduction up front or should you uh, have the proceeds at the end on a Roth be income tax-free? So it's a, it is an individual decision. It's not just, here's what you should do, that's it. Uh, we look at in depth your specific situation and a lot of factors, Blake, like we, we I've been mentioning income, uh, time horizon, how aggressive you wanna be, what is the goal? Is it for you for income? Is it uh, to to build a legacy income tax-free? All these are factors in determining, should you have a Roth IRA? Should you have a traditional IRA? 
Absolutely. And that's where, you know, you look at each of those, it is a very individual uh, approach and need uh, when you are looking at which bucket should you uh, contribute to. And the the longevity question is really interesting now uh, as rules behind uh, inheriting IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401k dollars have changed uh, a number of times over the last couple of years. And you know, it used to be a little bit easier to say, well, even if it's going to be taxable to my beneficiary, they can stretch it over their lifetime and, <laughs> you know, take distributions maybe over 20, 30, 40 years uh, in some cases. But now when you say, well, it, when they inherit assets from these under most scenarios, there can be exceptions out there, but under most scenarios, uh, they have to distribute the assets in 10 years if you're at RMDH already. Um you know that 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 can change the game and you know if you have a child that's already in a high tax bracket uh you know it, it can be very tax onerous uh, uh so to speak so it, it is it is important to look at that and you know the fun thing that Terry and I have talked a lot about is it's a great way to have some of those uh, intergenerational conversations and you know we, we're seeing such a more openness to that than I think there have been in the past. Yeah. And uh, that's that's great in our minds. You know, it, I think it connects families in a different way, uh, as you can talk through some of the different goals. Uh, but you know, the, the, with anything, the more openness that there is, the, the better the planning is gonna look for everybody. I, I just have a quick question before we need to take a break on the changing of laws regarding inheritance, um, you know, around taxes. When they make a change like that, so say, you know, you've had a family that's planned out for their kids, and they've got it a certain way because of how the laws are, and then the the laws change. Um, do they change immediately, like, or do they do, do they phase in over time? Uh, it, it depends. You know, okay. uh, there are certain laws out there where they'll say, you know, this is going to be enacted next year, etc. There are certain that say, you know, this is how it is if you're reaching this age now. Okay. Um, you know, different laws, as an example, usually when they change capital gains tax rates, it's effective immediately. Uh, so people can't get around it. Um, so, I mean, there, there's precedents around there, but the key takeaway is, you know, when there are updates like that changes, you know, it merits looking at an updated financial plan and uh, making sure you're you're properly aligned with uh, the current environment. Absolutely. Well, we'll talk more on this and IRAs, Roth versus traditional in just a moment. <laughs> It's time to get started on building your financial future with Sandvold Financial Group. It's never too late, and it's never too early to make your financial future bigger and brighter. Get financially fit with Terry Sandvold. Phone lines are open. Call Terry now, 952-544-2837. Welcome back to Money Talks with Terry Sandvold and Blake Sandvold. And today we're talking about Roth versus traditional IRAs. And there are a lot of considerations. We have a couple other items, though, Blake, we want to get to quick first. We do. So we have a really fun workshop coming up. I'm really excited about this. It's something we actually internally did with our team uh, in December. We had such good internal uh, feedback uh, that we thought we'd actually open this up to the, the public. And I think it's really important. So we, we have what's called a mental fitness workshop. 
Mm. On uh, February 27th, it'll be at our office at six o'clock, presented by Nirav Chef. And he's uh, he's had a great business career uh, and is now turned into a business coach, a life coach, and somewhat of a, a goal and leadership coach that really focuses on emotional intelligence, emotional well-being uh, to, to help live a better life really is what it comes down to. And, you know, we, we use it on some of the investment side to say, you know, having the, the right mental headspace really, um, you know, as we, we spoke in the past, helps you eliminate bias and, you know, really understand more what, about what's going on. Uh, but he does this uh, PQ test, which is really interesting. And, you know, it, it goes through talking about what is your sage, you know, what is um, good for you? What is leading you forward? And what are your saboteurs? What What is holding you back, you know, and in, in mental cloudiness? And, you know, way to think about it is, you know, when you're just sitting there in a, um, you know, uh, unengaged type spots, are you anxious? Are you worried? Are you thinking about things? Uh, you know, as Terry mentioned, uh, the answer for probably most in the world right now is yes, I'm a little anxious. <laughs> and, you know, you know, this, this is a good way to, to help focus around some of that. So we're really excited about it. It should be a great event. Uh, if you'd like to reserve a spot, give our office a call at 952-544-2837 or go online to sandboldfg.com. Absolutely perfect. So we left off uh, the last segment talking about inheritance and planning for the future with regard to heirs. But there's such a vast uh, amount of info to cover on Roth versus traditional IRAs, guys. Yeah, and what we might want to do is back up a little bit just to the basics and the numbers so we can make sure it's kind of clear to everybody. So if you're still planning to make a 2023 20, contribution, the, the limits are as follows, up to $6,500 under age 50 and if you're age 50 or older uh, for 2023 you can do 7500 and you still can do that for the for your tax return for 2023 for 2024 you can contribute seven thousand dollars if you're under age 50 and if you're 50 or older that limit now will be eight thousand dollars <throat> so uh if you're if you're contributing right away at the beginning of the year for 2024, remember, you can add $500 more than you could for 2023. Okay. So the, the money you contribute to a uh, traditional IRA reduces your taxable income for that year, of course, uh, lowering the tax bill. Uh, and there are phase-out limits. So if your income, if you're not sure if you're being phased out because of your income success, give us a call. We can send you or talk you through one of a uh, the tax tables as well to make sure where, where you're at and do you qualify. If you have somebody do your tax return, very important to ask them that question as well. Say, here's my income limit. Can I still, if you're, if you're doing it in advance before uh, you send in your return, you may be able to do a quick call. We can get a, get an IRA or Roth contribution still set up as long as you have not sent in your tax return and it's before April 15th or by, by April 15th. So very important to look at that as well. Uh, if neither of you, you or your spouse, participate in a company-sponsored plan, you can deduct your contribution regardless of taxable income. That's one thing to be aware of as well. As of 2019, alimony no longer counts as taxable compensation to the recipient. It can't make uh, can't make IRA contributions based on alimony payments uh, from agreement from agreements starting or altered as of January 1, 2019. And again, if you have questions, 
instead of trying to interpret it by yourself, work with somebody that can help you get the, the final uh, information on that. You mean I don't have uh, to just remember all this from today, Terry? I can actually call no. and get more intel? Okay, good. No, the one the one thing to get clarified is give us a call. We'll be able to go through this with you. If you have yeah. a tax person, always give them a call as well uh, just to confirm that. Um, but one advantage, again, characteristic of, of a traditional IRA is tax deferred growth. So that can be a good compounder for you. So the the one thing to keep in mind when we look at general compounding is uh, one thing that's called the rule of 72. You take the number 72 divided by the interest rate. Let's say you're getting 8% return on your money. In nine years, that money would double if it is growing tax deferred. So you have to factor in the taxes to look at net return to talk about how your money would double or triple down the road. So, uh, you know, the tax deferral is very important when you look at it. Uh, but again, you want that tax deduction at the beginning on a traditional IRA or do you want to look at that uh, in regards to a Roth IRA? The uh, other thing to keep in mind is as you're getting closer to retirement or in retirement, your required minimum distributions. And at age 73 now, you are required to withdraw a certain amount from your IRA. Uh, and this is on traditional IRAs. And that's calculated by dividing the prior uh, December 31st balance of the account by a life expectancy factor and that's published by IRS. So that's very, go ahead. No, that's just the tricky part. You have to, you have to give them an estimate of how long you think you're going to live, which I'm sure is, can be a little bit of an awkward thing for some people to have to do. Well, well, this one's just strictly based on age. So it's okay. not your specific. Yeah. It's not your oh, specific. Okay, it's okay. a, it's a table there. So, oh, okay, good. Okay. Um, but just in general terms, just to give you a really rough number, at 73, it's, it's approximately around the 4% number. So if you have a traditional IRA, and let's say you have $500,000 built up in your IRA, uh, 4% is $20,000. So if you, for example, if you uh, did not take that out <clears throat> and you were required to take it out, and you said you didn't need it, so you just didn't take it out. Now the rules and penalties are a 25% penalty on that $20,000 besides the tax that would have been on that $20,000. Oh. So when you think about that, it used to be 50% penalty. The rule was 50. Yeah. They, they thought they would lighten it up, but nobody likes a 25% penalty. You'll find out real quick uh, that you don't want to ever do that again. So what we do at Sandville Financial Group, if you're working with us in regards to your retirement planning, is we will uh, work with you and have systems in place to back up. So by November of each year, we're reaching out to you if you have not taken that out to make sure you are in motion. Uh, because even if you take it out, you can move it into a non-IRA account, pay the taxes, let it keep accumulating. You don't have to spend it. You know, some people think it's a good reason to have to spend the money. You know, they don't have to spend the money. <laughs> so it's, it's real important to look at there. So, uh, and if you have pots of traditional IRA money or Roth IRA money, keep in mind that there is not a required minimum distribution on a Roth IRA. So if you do conversions prior to 73, that money's taken off the table is in regards to required minimum distribution. So it's very important to look at the planning process as you go. Some people may have a little bit lower income uh, in retirement. So what we will do is look at it year by year. And we have many people that have designs put in place that we might do conversions over a five-year period or a 
two-year period or a 10-year period and gradually get that across the table and look at the tax rates. Would If tax rates go up in the future, it even becomes a more important decision to look at it sooner than later. So um, just we've got about a minute left here before we have to go to the news. What's the first mm-hmm. age where you need to start considering the difference between the Roth and the traditional IRA? When do you need to start getting this on your radar? Uh, I'll answer that easy. The, the first time you have earned income. <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. Fair way well, to put it. At, at any age, you know, it's important yep. to start looking at and analyzing what is what is the true impact of this. Uh, and you know, we have people where they uh, parents open it up for the child that has some earned income that when they're in high school, and that's mm-hmm. that's great, and that, that's that's a phenomenal thing to look at. Okay. So guys, if you would like to get more information on this outside the show, because there's a lot of it here, go ahead and just send us a note to sandboldfg.com. Click contact us or give us a call at the office at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. At Sandbold Financial Group, our goal is to work with you and for you to build a financial strategy to help you achieve your goals. Call for a no-cost consultation today, 952-544-2837. It's Money Talks featuring Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group. Welcome back to Money Talks with Terry Sandbold and Blake Sandbold. And today we're talking about a really important thing that can have massive implications on your financial life as you grow your your finances over the years. Roth versus traditional IRAs. And Terry, every week with the show, we do a Money Talks Mailer of the Week. What do we have for this one? Uh, yeah, we have an have a, uh, article entitled Understanding IRAs. So if you'd like your copy, again, give us a call at 952 952- Five four four two eight three seven. So if if you're listening to the show and you're driving down the road, we don't want you to write down numbers and that type of thing. But just remember, sandvoldfg.com. You can request the Understanding IRAs article online. Or if you are a passenger in the car or you're listening elsewhere, <laughs> um, it's 952-544-2837. One thing I do love is you can, a lot of us can just sit, tell our phones to call Sandvold Financial Group and our phones will find you, which is also very helpful. <laughs> yep, that is, uh, that is another way to do that. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So uh, before the break, we were talking a bit about traditional IRAs. Now we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Roth IRAs. And uh, Roth IRAs have tax-free withdrawals. That's one of the biggest advantages, I believe, for a, a Roth IRA. So the contributions are made with after-tax dollars. Um, no immediate tax deduction, keep that in mind. But the withdrawals are completely tax-free after age 59 and a half. Another big advantage to a Roth IRA would be no required minimum distributions. So when you get to age 73, you're not looking at how much do I have to take out. You just take out what you want to take out. Uh, so it can provide more flexibility of withdrawals in retirement. So that's one of the reasons we discuss that. Even when you get to retirement, if you do not have a Roth, should you should you do conversions and look at it from a longer term perspective? So, uh, uh, you know, when you're uh, if you're leaving funds for future generations and and that's one of your goals, uh, the beneficiary will not incur taxes either or withdrawals. 
uh, of a Roth IRA, inherited Roth IRA. Whereas and, and, the, go ahead. Well, I was just going to add to 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 clarify on that as well. Uh, you know, it's no income tax withdrawals on the distributions of the assets, but of course, you know, looking at someone's overall estate, you know, it, it could still count towards estate tax purposes for for larger estates. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it can be a, a great benefit for beneficiaries receiving that income tax free. Yep. Yep. So, um, you know, one thing to keep in mind, and it's not something we recommend, but a Roth IRA, uh, let's say that you have a Roth IRA and you're 50 years old and you absolutely need money for emergency your contributions can come out before 59 and a half. It's just that your your gains would have a penalty if you took it out before 59 and a half. So it's very important in the income structuring design what you may want to do. Uh, I remember uh, giving a presentation, we did a 401k for a company and the people in the audience were between 20 and 65. And the older people were well, they had the Roth the Roth option on their 401k available now, so they could do pre-tax or after-tax. And then it goes under the limits of the 401k contribution versus the limits of the uh, individual plans. But the older people were really pushing the 25-year-old in the crowd to do a Roth contribution because he had 40 years to let it grow tax deferred before he retired. And then all of the earnings would be income tax-free when he takes it for retirement. So that's when the timeline of when you're going to spend comes into an important part of which way is right for you. No, that's a really good point. Well, you know, the, the other thing that we can think through in certain cases is as you're looking at the different buckets of assets that you have, uh, typically Roth dollars in retirement end up being one of the, the latter uh, instruments, one of the last instruments that you take funds out of, um, you know, outside of, you know, potentially years where you have a high distribution needs, you're buying a large purchase and you need some additional money without uh, dramatically affecting your tax brackets. But, you know, as it usually ends up being one of the last uh, vehicles that you pull money out of, a lot of times you can look at, well, should I have different risk tolerances? Should I have different investment allocations in each one of my buckets of money? And, you know, a scenario that 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 we talk a lot about is, you know, say someone has three different uh, investment options where they've got, or pools of money where they've got one where it's a brokerage account after tax type money, an IRA that was maybe funded from a former 401k and then a Roth dollar. You know, maybe those after-tax dollars are used earlier on, potentially. And maybe at that same time when you're retired, say someone retires 60, 62 years old, as Terry mentioned, they, they've got, you know, over 10 years until they have to take uh, required minimum distributions. So maybe during that time frame, you're, you're living off of your after-tax dollars, which are maybe uh, semi-tax efficient and converting and pushing money to the Roth IRA over those number of years. But as the Roth has a, a usually a longer time horizon, sometimes you can take a little bit more risk in that type of account. Not undue risk, but uh, you know you, you can look at different types of um, investment options in each one of those buckets, so to speak. Okay. Yeah, and just the other day, I did exactly that, Blake, and, and you do this too. But uh, with a couple, they they were looking at uh, the opportunity. They says, I, "We don't think we're going to take our Roth IRAs for at least ten years at a minimum." And from that standpoint, it could make a lot of sense. So you can build the different risk levels, like Blake is saying based on short-term, mid-range, and long-term money 
And then you get a blended rate of return. We're trying to make the money work to its fullest extent at the right risk level for you. So that's one way to phrase it as well. And then the uh, tax strategies in retirement are very important because as you know, it's what you keep that's important. It's not what you make. So it's a, um, we don't want to overemphasize giving too much tax away just because your planning process was not as efficient as it could have been. So at Sandvold Financial Group, one thing we do is we put together what's called a retirement income cash flow analysis. And that is a projection of everything, including Social Security, pensions, IRAs, Roths, after-tax money, taking a look at which money to spend first, second, third, fourth. And we can show you the difference it makes spending it in a different order. So I think that's important for people to understand. And it's very difficult for people to do all by themselves. But uh, the retirement income cash flow analysis, if you're a client of ours, that's a no-cost scenario that we put together for you. And over time, what we do is we keep updating that. We did a, I did a few reviews this last week. And what we did is things have changed a little bit. Property is bought and sold and things like that. And in one situation, they receive some inheritance. And then we rebuild that retirement income cash flow and look at, again, now there's another pot of money. How does that fit into what you spend first, second, third, and fourth? So give us a call if you'd like a no-cost review of your specific situation. And in retirement, keep in mind, you could be in retirement 10, 20, 30, or 40 years for some people. Are you really ready for retirement? So again, our number is 952-544-2837. So yeah, that's a really important thing. And I mean, I know that through the course of a client's financial progression, so to speak, you know, Blake, from, you know, the 20s to the young family years like where you are and and moving on i would imagine that you would adjust that accordingly as you go through because like a child an additional child would create another factor so to speak um and other types of life changes right blake absolutely i mean it, it changes quite a bit over time and you know for for younger people when we're looking at it as an example i mean on the back end we build out a full projection you know going uh you know over a 40, 50, 60, 70 year uh, time span, but really try to focus more on saying, how are things actually going to look over the next five years? You know, what mm-hmm. what action plans and steps do we need to take now that's going to set us on pace for that? But is that a, a more palatable point in life? Because yeah, you're, you're going to change a lot. You know, if you have a child or a second child or a third surprise child, you know, whatever can happen there, uh, life is going to change and adapt and and you need to be be able to be nimble to to keep up with that. Absolutely. So Blake, go ahead and give us the the way to get in touch to get the no cost, no obligation review or this week's Money Talks Mailer of the Week. Absolutely. Two great ways to do that. The first is to give our office a call at 952-544-2837 or go online to sandvoldfg.com. It's time to get started on building your financial future with Sandvold Financial Group. It's never too late, and it's never too early to make your financial future bigger and brighter. Get financially fit with Terry Sandvold. Phone lines are open. Call Terry now, 952-544-2837. It's Money Talks with Terry Sandbold and Blake Sandbold. And today we're talking about traditional versus Roth IRA, Terry. Absolutely. And uh, we were talking a little bit about advantages of a Roth IRA. Um, one of the big advantages of a Roth IRA, of course, is tax-free withdrawals. Uh, 
So if you expect your tax rate to be higher in retirement, it is a great option to consider Roth IRAs. And for our goal would be for you to have higher income, take an increase in pay when you get to retirement, not necessarily a cut in pay. So I remember in the past that used to be, oh, your goal could be to be at 70 or 80% of your uh, current income. We, uh, we'd look for that to be an, a minimum goal, but we want to really overachieve that and make sure that you have more flexibility and more dollars in retirement so you can control your income that you're needing and wanting. So I, I kind of tease people. I said, what are your needs and what are your wants? And I try to, you know, there can be a gap there. So we want to make sure that we can fulfill both of those. So also an advantage of a Roth IRA, like we mentioned earlier, is no RMDs. And that provides you more control over your withdrawals and tax planning and retirement. It allows more control of taxable income and retirement as well, taking distributions as a combo of pre-tax and after-tax savings to stay within a certain tax bracket. And we do this a lot. We look at that particular situation uh, so we don't uh, we get the right balance year by year as we go forward. And I think that's really important. Uh, also, it can be a good legacy planning tool because what you're doing is if you did a conversion, and this is something for people that are listening that are in retirement, should you do a conversion or not? Uh, we can help you analyze that. The thing that we always tend, tend to tell people is if you do a conversion, you're really paying the tax bill for two generations, not just for one, not just for yourself, but when those dollars are inherited, whatever's left over, uh, the beneficiaries or the second generation will have income tax free on that block of money as well. So it can help them as, as, as they go forward. Flexibility, the ability to withdraw contributions, penalty tax free is really important. And again, it's, it's, uh, really not, uh, we really want to look at not taking those out too early because one of the things you may want to do is, is really sit and try to generate as, as big of a piece as you can income tax free as you go. So Blake and I and our advisors will look at the strategy, which money first, second, third, fourth. And you might do a combination so you can take some money out and still stay in a lower tax bracket in case the, the future holds higher tax rates for everybody. That's a possibility as well. So then it comes down to the key question, and I'll, I'm going to let Blake talk a little bit about this. Which option is better for you? And there's multiple factors to really think about. Yeah, there, there are a lot of factors to think about. And again, that's that's where this is really individualized and something we'd want to flesh out further in a plan. Uh, but here's a couple of key considerations that we think about. You know, first off, lo looking at someone who's maybe a newer entry into the workforce. Uh, you know, a lot of times you think about that, they've got maybe 40, 50 years uh, of working type career, uh, generally at probably a lower income side. And, you know, I think about tax brackets right now, we've got a pretty good standard deduction, and maybe that'll change in the future, maybe taxes will go up. So for someone in a lot of those cases, it can make sense to look at a Roth IRA and say, I'm going to really try to benefit from long-term uh, tax-free growth uh, if I hold these assets till retirement. Uh, you know, a second type of scenario to think about is someone who has, uh, you know, maybe they've always contributed to the pre-tax side and it's, you know, built up a large asset base within that type of bucket. That's worth analyzing the mix between the two. You know, that, that could be in a, a scenario where it's saying, you know, we, we do need to start diversifying and spreading out. And that, that's a large thing when we look at 
you know, probabilities of success in, in some of our retirement plans, you know, a, a good factor in that can be having some different tax buckets. And uh, just as Terry mentioned, having some after-tax dollars, having some Roth tax advantage, having some pre-tax dollars, you know, a blend of that can can, can really help. So uh, if it's a large amount just in one bucket, it's worth analyzing the, the option of the others. You know, a third type of scenario that I like to talk a lot about is someone, you know, maybe you're getting pretty close to retirement. You're the highest income earning years of your life. You've accumulated good assets. Uh, you know, in some of those cases, depending on your overall asset flow, it can make sense to say, well, I need the tax deduction right now. I, I need to go with the pre-tax side. Uh, so that can have a little bit more merit. But again, it it, it depends. It's really uh, individual on that. You know, it could be a blend of a, a little bit of both from a contribution standpoint. Uh, but it really, you know, in that type of scenario, it really can make a lot of sense to say, I'm going to get the pre-tax uh, deduction right now if I already have some after-tax type dollars and I have something where, uh, you know, I can spend those assets while I'm trying to convert other dollars after I retire when I'm not earning as much to Roth type side, that, that can be a unique strategy. And I think this is a scenario, Blake and Terry, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, where you work with, with your customers, strategic partners like their CPA or tax professional to really get the full picture on this and make sure, you know, that you have the, the updated information from, from the other type of professional they use. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. It's a lot of different eyes looking at it together to make that decision. And you know what? It, it, the, the key thing is that it, it's some of an art to it, right? And and what I mean by that is there's unknown factors when, when you make these decisions. It's, it's, it's coming down to estimates on the future. You know, one, how, how long are you going to live? You know, it's, it's a question none of us you know, really know the answer to what, what does longevity actually look like? Uh, that's a huge variable in that that you know, we, we make it, uh, you know, assumptions based off of longevity tables, et cetera, and can kind of show where different break evens are. Uh, taxes in the future, you know, uh, on a year to year basis, you kind of have an idea, but it's, uh, you know, as, as people are concerned about overall debt burdens out there, it's kind of tough to say 20, 30 years from now, um, what exactly environments are we in? You know, there, there's yeah. a lot of variables. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's it's us coming together as a team and saying, you know, for you individually, what do we think is the most important assumptions to look at? What are the most important assumptions? And um, what 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 do you want to be? What risk are you okay taking on from from a tax stand uh, in the future versus now? No, that's a great question. Yeah, and another thing that could come into play down the road, we don't want to. Don't want to scare scare people with this one, but what if they no longer offered a Roth IRA option in the future? So that would be I mean, terrible. <laughs> so I mean, um, you know, when you think about it, if things start to look too good to be true on some of these, then they start to dig into them a little bit as well. You know, <laughs> just, as far as that goes. So, um, but one of the things to keep in mind too is if you're not. 100% sure if your employer offers the Roth version of the 401, give them a call and ask them just to make sure. Some people may not know for sure if they even have that option at the, with their employer. And if you have a 401k that you would like to see be better, uh, this would be a challenge for business owners listening as well as uh, employees of a business. Uh, we do business planning as well at Sandwald Financial Group. So we could revisit and relook at your 401k plan for your company and your employees 
And then also look at the opportunity in some cases to, if it makes sense, to have the Roth version for you as, as well as the traditional, but also revisit your investment portfolio for the choices and, and see if we can make that better as a whole for your company and your employees. So if you haven't uh, looked at that for a while, it may be good for you as an employer to dust that off. Take a look at that. If you'd like a no-cost second opinion on your 401k uh, as, as an employer, give us a call. We have specialists in our office that work uh, directly on 401ks and analysis. Uh, we don't talk a lot about that. We talk a lot about personal planning on the show. But that's a very important piece, too, because for most people, it could be one of your biggest pieces. So give us a call at 952-544-2837. Okay, we've just got a couple minutes to wrap this up, guys. And I know I do this to you every week, but, you know, it, it kind of a little summary of what we've been talking about today, the traditional versus the Roth IRA. Who needs to pay attention to this and what kind of great, uh, you know, little tidbits can we leave everybody with? Go ahead, Blake. Well, yep. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think the key thing is really looking at individual planning. There's there's different decisions that are are important for for everyone to look at, and uh, you know, there there's no time like the the present to really you know take on that analysis and uh, understand you know how how does this really fit into your current situation and the long term planning. Perfect. So, Terry, right before we go, let's give everybody the money talks mailer of the week that we've got and how folks can get their hands on that great thing. Yeah, we have a, an article entitled Understanding IRAs, and it does summarize what we talked about today. So if you'd like your copy, give us a call at Sandvold Financial Group. Our number again is 952-544-2837 or request it online at sandvoldfg.com. Securities offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Sandvold Financial Group is in Minnetonka, 952-544-2837.